Guess what, guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. If you're going to be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor. That includes diets, exercise, medications, and surgery. We love you guys. And we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family forever. So be careful and and consult consult your doctors. doctors. Guys, we all need our vitamins after surgery, regardless of what you think. Yes. It's a must. Yes. So why not choose the easiest and the best tasting in the community? Seriously, it's ProCare, guys. ProCare is so delicious. I use their chewable for over a year. That's how I know. Yes. And I love their capsules. Yes. Love them. They're once a day. I take them at night. Yes. The calcium chews. mm, They have mocktail ones. So go over to ProCareNow.com and use our code OSLP to save some money. Are you feeling lost, alone, maybe a little unsupported in your bariatric journey? Well, if you are, we have a great resource for you. It's called the Tribe Membership, and they have support groups every single day with experts in their field who also had bariatric surgery. Comes with journal prompts, workouts, and recipes, you name it. They got it. You'll never feel alone again once you join the tribe. Now go over to thesleepdietitian.com and use code OSLP at checkout. Welcome back, OSLP family. Welcome, welcome. You are listening to our Sleeve Life podcast, and this is Kelly. This is Mahal. Um, And we have to talk about a really cool event that we are a part of. Yeah, we just sign all the things we finalized so everything. we can actually tell can you talk about it so ah. excited tickets are live right now and it is called the chai weekender yes powered by pro care and you guys know how much we love pro care yeah so. and the fact that they're helping sponsoring this chai weekender which is mm-hmm. actually we're going to be in chicago chicago yes and there's a bunch of activations that are happening mm-hmm. over the whole weekend mm-hmm. and we get to be part of the activation we do so we are going to be uh doing a live podcast yes at the moxie hotel mm-hmm. um that is where all the room blocks are at it's so exciting i'm super ready to just be in chicago because i've never been i know we never been this is yes. going to be a new place for us yes and it's kind of more of a small group it is so, so there's th- there's only 30 tickets Yeah, i was just gonna say that yeah so if you are close to chicago or can hop on a flight um i would I would say do it. Yeah. Or drive if you're close. We yes. know Cheyenne, if you're listening, we know you're close enough. Drive. <laughs> come hang or out with us. The Twisted Sisters, if you're listening, come join us. Come hang out. We know you live in Chicago. Yes. Um, and what's really cool is actually I want Kel to explain this because I'm going to explain it wrong. But where we get to do the podcast at, like in the podcast, they have a podcast like studio, studio basically. I mean, it's 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 all on wheels. Yes. It moves. So, but we're going to be in the main part of the hotel. Mm-hmm. We're going to be using their recording equipment. Yep. Um, and everybody just gets to come hang out and wait until you hear what our topic is. I know. It's going to be fun. I, it's going to be. It's so good. Yeah. I'm just super excited to be there and I want to meet all of you. So if yes. you are close, again, go get tickets. Go get tickets. Uh, we will have that in our link in bio on Instagram. We will also have it linked below. So make sure you're clicking that link and getting your tickets because they're going to go quick. Like I said, there's only 30 and we know there's already a few already gone. Yes. So, so don't wait on this. Don't wait on this and come spend a weekend in Chicago with us. Yes. Thank you. Okay. So now we, gotta ASMBS. Tell, we have to tell you guys about ASMBS because we're going there at the end of the end of the month. Mm-hmm. So last week of June, yes. we, 
your ladies are going to be in Vegas. Yes. And if you have listened to our last episode with Dr. Pesta, you will yeah. know that the ASMBS Foundation has now t- turned into the Trio Foundation. Yes, it has. And it, their name means so much because all they want to do is it's funding mm-hmm. research. Yeah. And it's teaching, researching, educating for obesity. Yes. How cool is that? Yeah. It's, it's a, a, I am so excited for the name. I know. Like I'm the glad they change. did the name change. Yeah. Because it got kind of confusing. We're like, wait a minute. So you're not the like the board. Mm-hmm. What do you do? So and we ex- Dr. Pesta explained it all to us in the first episode we Correct. did with him of why there's the ASMBS what is the foundation difference? and what mm-hmm. the difference is. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm glad that there's a clear cut difference now. Yes, me Trio too. and ASMBS. So it's perfect. So we are excited because we are going to be at their gala. Mm-hmm. And there's that gold ticket or golden something? ticket for their raffle. Yes. And they're OK. Let me pull it up. I know this is supposed to be a quick thing, but I want to tell you what you could that they're raffling off. Yeah. It's pretty cool because it is a hundred dollars for this golden ticket. Mm-hmm. But the things that are being raffled up are worth way more. Yes. Way so they are raffling off um, some trips. And you can either do Cabo. Oh, yeah. I'm down with that. Italy. Oh, I always want to go. Or Palm Springs. Okay. And it is, uh, each of them have a different uh, amount of nights okay. that you can go to. So like Cabo's four nights Ooh. for two adults. Uh, Tuscany, Italy is six nights for two for two adults. Damn. And Palm Springs is three nights for two adults. Okay. And you get to pick and choose which, which trip one? you want. If, when you win. Yes. So you definitely, if you are going to ASMBS, if you're going to be at the gala, make sure you go over to uh, the Trio Foundation website, which again, we'll have a link below um, to get your golden ticket. How cool is that? Yeah. Okay, guys. Last one. Last thing. And you know Kelly really has been wanting to say this this whole time because she normally starts with it. I do. But it's the, I don't know, it's the award show. Yes. Guys, we have an award show. The thing that we've been talking about for months now. Um, It is called the Just Be You Bariatric Awards. Yes, it is. And I'm just saying for those of you that live under a rock. Yeah. Like that's and what it's just called. decided to get on the podcast, you know, streaming. Yes. And was like, hey, these girls, <laughs> these girls have something going. Yes, we do. And Karen is flashing at me. I will drink you in a second, Karen. We're talking about the award uh, show because it's so important. It is important. So we have been rolling out uh, emails for nominees. Yep. We have top five this year, 26 categories, which is way more than we did last year. Mm-hmm. Um, we have been talking with the presenters that we chose. Yep. So excited for so that. So check your emails guys yes. check your spam because you may if you apply to be a mm-hmm. presenter an email did go out an email went out so check so your spam if you haven't email us we will let you know yay mm-hmm. or nay yes and because we only have 26 categories and we had like 100 people apply to be way way, way more than way we more need than which we is need. great yeah it's, it's great fantastic. but you guys made it really hard for us you did we <laughs> actually went through it and there was some great stories oh. i mean the journeys that people have been on that's what powers this award show yep. is it's you. not us Mm-mm. it's it's not about us it's it's about you guys and the journey and the tribulations that you guys have been through yeah. 
to get to that other side. Yep. I mean, it's all about the the effort and the mm-hmm. struggles and yes. the successes. And we want to mm-hmm. showcase that because, again, people think either one that we're dead, we're dying. Yeah. I said that a lot last or year. Regaining. Or regaining. Yeah. And then the other thing is, like, people think it's just, like, instant it's instagram perfection like yeah you are not pushing a button and we're not just becoming this skinny attractive person yeah like just overnight this is not the little mermaid no like this is not a disney movie this is not a disney movie this is real life we are we work really fucking hard we do at the journeys and it's about time somebody and if anybody was going to create it it would be us i know right um to really showcase the people that make up this community and just celebrate it. Yeah. So it is on September 30th mm-hmm. in Washington, D.C. Long story short. <laughs> it's the Howard freaking theater. It's amazing. It's so cool. And, and we're so excited because yeah. we leave on Sunday and we're going to go see it again. Make some last minute decisions. That's right. Final decisions on the award show. So hop over to jbyawards.com and get your ticket. We are going to be adding nominees on there very soon. Yes. We, I know... You guys are asking, like, who are the nominees? We have to wait until we get all the photos back. We have to wait yeah. until we hear from them because we can't just shove them into an award show. If they don't want to If be. they don't want to be. Yes. And that we did come across that in the last one is there are some people that don't want to be. Yeah, they don't want to be showcased. Out. They yeah. don't want to um, feel like they're above anything. And yes. so we're like, no, it's, it's totally fine. Yep. Totally and this fine. is, and I just want to clarify, this is not a popularity contest. No. Like, this is not that you're up here and everybody's down here. This is purely just a way to celebrate the people that make up this community. Well, yeah, it's to celebrate all of us. And if you guys looked, um, once we have the nominees rolled out and you see it, it's literally a whole gambit. It's oh, like, there's so many there's different types of people. people that only have a couple hundred followers to people that have hundreds of thousands of followers. Mm-hmm. So it's hugely uh, dynamic. Mm-hmm. It's well diverse. We were mm-hmm. very excited because like some of the rules that we put in place really helped us. They here. did. And they we want to thank you guys for your suggestions because your, your survey feedback. was heard mm-hmm. and we made our changes. So yep. like, there's a there's top five. No one can be in more than two categories mm-hmm. unless it's like a collaborative thing. Yeah. That, like the whole podcast thing. Yeah. Or we have one for lives now. So yes. that makes sense. But other than that, like we have a lot of people we do. that we've never seen before, which mm-hmm. is really me and Kelly's goal. <laughs> it, it's so funny. It's so funny. And it's so fun to watch these people get called out Mm -hmm. and then we're like wait a minute who is this person we've never heard of them and then it just it's more fun that way it is because we did our research we're like oh they're not on instagram they're on tiktok oh okay cool Well, and (laughs) sometimes we had to look and see like do they have pcos yeah have they had a revision there are certain categories that i don't think people read all the way yeah i think i'm just rambling at this point it's okay we're gonna get into it go over to the website buy your ticket you do not want to miss this weekend so fun we're gonna have the award show after party right after in the howard theater both things with a dj with a dj photo booth the whole thing yes and it is catered yes so we will have food we will have music we will have dancing we'll have photos all the good things Mm -hmm. making it happen so go over and get your ticket fun and yummy at the same time Fun and yummy. I like that. Okay. So today, 
is kind of about food and eating disorders yeah. and what that feels like and yeah. trigger sentences yes. that you shouldn't be doing in front of people. So before we start, Those I do things. want to give a trigger warning, warning out right there. now. Yes, there is a trigger warning. We will be talking about eating disorders and some triggering things that people say to you. Um, so if that is going to trigger you, Turn it off. Close it out right now. Yep. So yep. we're going to just go over it to make sure people understand. Yes. And that, I want hey, people to it know. It does mess with people. It does mess with people. And I want people to know I have had, I've experienced an eating disorder. Mm -hmm. You have food addiction. Yep. And I feel like I've, I have something. Well, I think you definitely binged. Yeah. From what I can like. Right. The I feel like I was a binger. And, like, you know, we've kind of known each other a yeah. while. 20 something um, plus years. That's fine. You know, no big deal. Nothing small. Um, so I feel like binging because most of the time when you hear it, it's binging and purging. Right. Which I was bulimic for many years. Yeah. Um, I went through therapy and eventually found my other way out. But then that turned into binging also. Yeah yeah it's but a, most of the time you hear binging you hear purging correct so um you didn't have the purging mm -mm. but you definitely binged i binged that's what i'm realizing as an adult now that's High what emotion. i was that's what i was doing yeah you were stressed realizing. out and just eating everything and anything yeah and i did the same thing and not realizing oh yeah this affects my body directly mm -hmm. <laughs> it is it really is um so it's funny because when we were talking about doing this episode, you had a story in your mind. I did. About one of the things that people say to you when you have an eating disorder or just going through this bariatric journey. Yes. Things that we, you shouldn't say. Yep. Just and, don't say. And of course, I was the one that shouldn't say something. Yeah, she <laughs> did. So, and it was this past weekend. So yes, it's fresh. it was. It is fresh. And it was my brother. So I feel like I, I get a little pass. Well, you guys all know Matt. Yeah. My but. brother, Matt, the older one, you know, he had that band, got it removed, now has VSG, has been very successful. Mm -hmm. And he was eating out of a bowl. Yeah. And he didn't do the tortilla. He nope. just had a bowl. He had a bowl. All had the toppings. All the toppings because we did a taco bar for mm -hmm. Maya's graduation. Yes. And I actually got a shell and he did not. And he put uh -huh. in a bowl. And then we, when he came over, we I, I instantly was like. Oh, is that your bariatric bowl there, sir? Just like fucking with him. And instantly he was like, you're not supposed to comment on my food. <laughs> and he's not wrong. He's not, not wrong. wrong. Not as much all. as I bitch about it, I shouldn't be doing doing it to others, even if it is my brother. Well, so this goes to show that people make mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. And we're all human. Yeah. So and what's the favorite pastime that you have had making fun of, of each, each other. other? Yep. So but you realized it. I did. And you stopped. And then you actually and went, went and got, got a bowl. One. I did. I did. And then he was like, oh, there's your bariatric bowl. And yeah. I was like, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Because sir. I was like, hey, you technically inspired me to go get the bowl. I don't need the tortilla. It, it, it's I mean, not necessary. It's the, not necessary. I had a tortilla. But I mean, it, it's a great boat to put in your mouth. It's delicious. It is. Yeah. And Matt or Matt, Zach yeah. actually uh, put the tortilla on the Blackstone and then melted cheese on it. Yeah. Yours was like specialized. And then he folds it. So when you open it, it's all cheesy and gooey. And then you put the toppings in the middle with some sour cream on it. And oh, it was so good. It was it was amazing food. But let's talk about. The triggering sentences that people, let me pull it up. 
because I want to talk about these because a lot of them go for both bariatrics and eating disorders. Yes. And I wanted to jump on something right before you start, though. Yeah. Because also during the party, what was interesting is my aunt Nini was very excited that people kept going back for seconds and Mm -hmm. thirds. And she was like, oh, my God, people are getting seconds. thirds. This is incredible. I'm so Mm -hmm. happy. And it's interesting because I've heard people say like before where oh, you're, you're going back for seconds. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're going back for thirds. Like that mm-hmm. comment didn't happen. No, it was the positive. It was actually a positive thing. Yeah. yeah it was nice. Yeah. I think in her culture mm-hmm. that seconds and thirds means that they're enjoying the food and you're feeding people correctly. Yes. Cause my aunt Nini is Filipino mm-hmm. and her culture is very much surrounded by food and making sure people eat. Um, like she, she literally, will cry and get upset if you do not eat that night. Like yeah. she will be like, I will make you something. <laughs> yeah. She just wants to feed you. And I and think that's her love language. We can all kind of relate with that yeah. because I think a lot of the times our love language is food oh, because totally is. whether you have an eating disorder, whether you've gone through bariatrics, because you don't go through bariatrics if you don't have a problem with food. Yeah. For the most part. I mean, there could be the the unicorn out there that doesn't have that and they just are fighting obesity. But I feel like food is a direct correlation with the size. I, I feel like it is. Prepping and measuring your food post-op is a beast all in itself. Portion Perfection has actually made it super, super simple. They have bowls, plates, and even a lunch bag called the Kitten Carry where you can have all of the system ready to go. Especially when you're on a road trip, that thing is a lifesaver. Yes. So if you want to get these things to help your journey, just go over to portionperfection.com and use our code 15OSLPOD. And again, that's 15OSLPOD. And you can also go over to our Amazon storefront to pick out any of those that you would like to use. We found a company that was founded by a bariatric surgeon for his patients. He is just trying to make their lives easier. And so they have created a whole array of snacks and dinners and just all the foods you could possibly want that have protein in them and are delicious. Yeah. And they're so freaking good that we took them on tour with us because we tried them on a live. So you guys can always go back and watch that. Mm -hmm. And we liked every single bar. We were shocked. We don't want you guys to miss out. So go over to berrylife.com, use OSLP and get your discount. While we were in Florida, we got to visit one of our favorite bariatric surgeons, Dr. Donald Fridley at Surgical Associates of Bayonet Point. They tailor make all their plans to the unique needs of each patient. They have this cool thing there. It's an in-body scanner and you get to do it pre-op and post-op. So that way you can see all the differences and all the changes that happen. And he's also one of the surgeons that does his surgery with robotics. And we got to play with that. We did. So we were so so excited and we want you to have such a special care that they give. So go over to sabpweightloss.com right now or give their office a call at 727-819-9107. That's right. So and tell them that the OSLP girls sent you and they're going to take great care of you. I feel, I feel like, like they can't deny that. I'm just saying like there could be some other medical issue. Oh, yeah. Of why they're obese be- beyond just stuffing their face. Of course. You of know, course, of course. But I think but that's still that a food for the issue. most of us that food is a direct line to bariatrics. Mm-hmm. Like there is a problem with food. Yeah. 
And I can, I mean, I can say I definitely had a problem with food. I do. So, and Mel did too. So. Still do. Let's go over some of these triggering sentences that I've actually heard most of these. And the first one, I have a flip side to. Oh. Yeah. So this first one is you're not even that skinny. You don't have an eating disorder. Oh, I've heard that so many times Mm -hmm. to people. Like not me because I've been a big girl woman all my life Mm -hmm. but I've heard people say that to other people and I think it's both like oh you're not you're not big you don't have an eating disorder yeah or how could you yeah yeah Yeah. and so it's the thing is is like eating disorders it doesn't discriminate like it can be for anybody like literally is any gender or race sexual orientation it does not discriminate it does not discriminate give a fuck I mean, I was young when I had my eating disorder. I think I was, it was before high school. Mm -hmm. I know that much. So, and I wasn't like, unlike Mel, I didn't grow up obese. Right. My, my mom uh, very much kept our food in check at home. Yeah. Uh, She cooked from home. We didn't have money for. No. And I think what I've realized over doing a lot of the GLP one conversations Mm -hmm. um, is that you have insulin resistance Mm -hmm. and I am like, my genes are like literally just obese. Yeah. (laughs) Well, but if you think about it based, uh, like if you look at my family, how we grew up Mm -hmm. and your family, how you grew up, you guys ate out a lot. Yep. Yep. And or made like very heavy, heavy, foods. heavy foods. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like deep fried. And I mean, potatoes, I loved going rice. over. Yeah, yeah. I loved going over to your shake house because bake. I got to eat shake and bake. Yeah. Shake and bake pork chops. Yeah. Uh, I never even heard of shake and bake before I started going over to Mal's house. Yeah. But my mom was very much like on a budget and we did not eat more than what we mm-hmm. like. We were not in abundance no. of food. Um, So it was. I did not grow up in that same way, whereas you grew up eating those foods. Oh, and those so foods. you started off very young yeah. eating foods that were not healthy for you. So I think it, I, I definitely agree with your genes. Yeah. Like, cause well, if you look at your family, what we've learned is that obesity is kind of like diabetes to mm-hmm. where like you don't have it, you don't have it, you don't have it. And then all of a sudden you have it and then mm-hmm. you can't reverse. You can't reverse being obese. Being obese. Like, like, it doesn't even matter, like, for the BMI-wise. Like, mm-hmm. you could be under whatever regular, but still in You're, your body, you are obese. You like, are going it, to battle obesity yeah. for the rest, rest of, of your, your life. life. Yeah. yeah. It, and I definitely agree with that right? because it's I've wild. gone through that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't obese growing up. And then I moved out mm-hmm. and I could f- afford to eat. I was like, oh, I can eat fast food all I want. Yeah. Or I'm going to eat these like deep fried potatoes all the time and rice. And like there was never like an abundance of veggies no. in my diet. Girl. Like You actually would take out. it off of your burgers. Yeah. My oh, you guys want to hear my Carl's Jr. order? Yeah. This is what I ordered every day during school. Um, The school year. It was a famous star with cheese. No pickles, no onions, no lettuce, no tomato. Yep. And she would say that fast. Yep. And then we go, no veggies. No veggies. <laughs> no veggies. No veggies. No veggies. So it, it's very interesting that that was the start of it. Like it when I could, when, and when I was working, yeah. I could buy what, I, what food I and wanted. It, and it happens to a lot of us when we move mm-hmm. out because we have our own money now. And now we're like, I can have whatever. Yeah, or fresh, freshman 15. Mm-hmm. Like you're That's eating you all the time because you have the food plan. Yep. And you just go in, you eat, and you eat what, you, what nothing is uh, 
dictated by your family anymore. Yeah, there's no one like looking over your shoulder. Mm -hmm. So now you have to be aware and make mm -hmm. your own decisions. And most of us don't until we're in our 30s. So yep. does it really matter? Pretty much. We're fucking shit up in our Pretty 20s. Much. Yeah. So, okay. So you're not even that skinny. You don't have an eating disorder. Now, this is something that I have heard after surgery. And I'm I'm thinking that most of us can agree with this. I know this. you're about to say, yeah. Yeah. You weren't even that big. Why, Why did, did you, you have weight weight loss surgery? Yep. You didn't need weight loss surgery. You weren't even that big. Like mm -hmm. th there's several ways that people can twist it, but it's still not okay to say. No, no. It's one. You're not supposed to be commenting on other people's mm -hmm. fucking like health, like little surgeries. No, don't like, comment on their body. Don't comment on their surgery. Yeah. Like just be positive, be positive. And if you don't have anything nice to say, shut the fuck up. I That's where I'm at with it. Shut your fucking like, face. Because it, it's funny because, and we've talked about this before, when you get, when you're close with somebody and you see them all the time, when they start to gain, you don't really notice the gaining until they have surgery. Or you see those photos. Yeah. Videos. Yeah. But I think you see them as a person. You see them as your friend. You don't see them as a fat person. No, you don't. So when they have surgery and I dealt with this because I remember going into my salon mm -hmm. and I was getting smaller. Yeah. And I remember showing my hairdresser the side by side of me. And I think it was the one. It was the previous year's photos to this year's. OK. And so it was a year difference and it was a very clear difference. Yeah. And I remember her saying you I never saw you as that big. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, because you saw me as your friend, as your, as your mm -hmm. client. Like yep. you didn't see me as like, that's a fat person. Yeah. I, cause my favorite line is, uh, I never thought you were that big. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh my God, I don't even recognize you. Cool. Cause yeah. we used to talk all the time yeah. when I was bigger Yeah, and you never had a problem recognizing me. <laughs> yeah. I, I, but I think like when people start, when you go through the journey and they start seeing you kind of melt. Yep. Like it's, it's hard for their brain to catch up because yeah. it happens so quickly after surgery. Yeah. And I guess like it would, it is too much to ask because mm -hmm. our brains can barely keep up with our own weight mm -hmm. loss and then body dysmorphia throws us. And so how could we expect anything different from our friends and family that are close yeah. to us? Like I get it. I just get annoyed when I hear that line. I'm just like, stop it. I stop. was that big. I was, that I big. was that fucking big. And the reason why like you guys don't think that is because like you guys love me, you care about me. And at some point of my weight, it turned off yeah. just like it did for me. Like I didn't believe mm -hmm. I was that big until I like saw it on the scale yep. and saw a photo in a video. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I really am 300 pounds. This is mm -hmm. wild. I can't believe I let myself get this big. So yep. like, I totally understand it. It's just like those lines you sometimes just cut you. They're, they're not, positive like yeah. I, I think I don't even recognize you that's not as triggering for me no it's the other line yeah it's the I didn't I didn't even know you were that big or I didn't um you weren't even that big why did you have surgery yeah because I'm saving my fucking life yeah that's what's happening and right me now. and my doctor have discussed it yes and that's they it. think I should yep that is the perfect line yep Yep. Because Me and my surgical team have discussed it and I qualify and I'm going to have this happen to save my own life. Correct. 
And I think once you say that, it'll shut down anything. I think it will 100% because people don't talk like that that often. No. And I think you have to be direct. Like You do. We all have that mother-in-law, sister-in-law, whatever person that is going to be naysaying or Mm -hmm. say those fucked up things. And I think if you look at them in the eye and be like, well, me and my surgeon have discussed this and I'm saving my life by having this surgery. Yeah. What, what, what could they possibly say back? I know. I mean, I guess they could say like, oh, this is a, uh, you're risking your life having surgery. Oh, well, I'm risking my life not having this is actually safer than a gallbladder surgery. So, but also it's a hell of a risk if I don't take it. Yeah. I'm so glad you said that because it is, you are risking your life. By not having the surgery. Yeah, because you could literally have a heart attack, a stroke, fucking pass out somewhere. Diabetes. Because diabetes, when you're, if you have too too much high blood pressure or mm-hmm. lower, of, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, high sugar level, yes. high blood sugar and lower sugar levels, you can pass out. And there are records of people passing out, hitting counters, mm-hmm. being in the bathroom, mm-hmm. hitting porcelain, like, and they're breaking bones. They're giving themselves concussions, like... Mm-hmm. Things can happen to you yeah. that is that you could avoid. It's called diabetic coma. Yeah. People, you, you can, can go lose into your that. limbs. You like, can lose your limbs. You can have neuropathy in your feet and your hands. Yeah. Like there's so many health risks that go along with it mm-hmm. that you can't it, drive. It, we know people that have neuropathy in their hands and feet mm-hmm. be- and because of diabetes and they can't drive anymore. Yep. Is that something that you want? I don't, I don't think not so. For me. Fuck that. I like driving. Yeah. I like getting to places. Yeah. Like if I had a transporter, I'd use it, but I don't. Yeah, I know. That'd be really they nice need for to all exist. the traveling. Hurry up, science. Yeah. Get there. Get there soon. Okay. So the next thing that people say that goes along with the story. That's a lot of food. Mm-hmm. Gotta so love it. there is, that's a lot of food, which triggers people that have eating disorders. Yeah. Are you going to eat all that? Mm-hmm. That's, that's a one I got all the time. Yep. And then it goes directly with bariatrics. Mm-hmm. Don't comment on people's fucking food. Nope. Why are I, you only eating little bits? My eyes are bigger than my stomach 90% of the time. I will mm-hmm. fill my plate and I will eat a quarter of it. But nobody should have the right to say, you're going to eat all that? Yeah. Well, no, I'm actually not. But I just feel better when it, when I have a full plate. A full plate. Like, I'm actually not going to eat all that. We actually went to dinner last night and we had Chinese food Mm -hmm. and our favorite thing to order me and Zach is Szechuan beef. Okay. So fucking good. But I had a crab puff before that. I actually had two because they fucked up our food the first time around. They made it spicy and we specifically say no spicy. Yeah. Kelly. No spicy. And it's, the lady dropped it down on the table and I was like, Zach, you'll have to tell me if that's spicy because that smells fucking oh, spicy. Oh, and it smells, you know. Yeah. Oh, and then the waitress tried telling us, oh, well, that, there's a, that's just how it is. And we're like, nah, bitch. We eat here all the time and yeah. we get no spicy. And we fucking yeah. get no Check spicy. Check your fucking menu. You can have no spicy. Yeah. So she's like, well, I, uh, I wrote it on the ticket. Oh, well, as long as you wrote it on the ticket. I don't like, even. I still can't fucking eat it. Okay, here's the thing. I don't, that's the, that's the thing I don't understand about waiters at all or waitresses, servers, servers. There yeah. you go, servers, servers. Is 
Why are we having this conversation? Yeah. If I say it's spicy and I ask for no spicy, take it the fuck back yeah. and get me one that's not spicy. Yeah. Don't make excuses. Don't tell me what you did or didn't do. I don't care. I don't care what you did. I'm just not go, mad at you. I'm no. just saying this isn't what I ordered. Like, hey, th- not a problem. Sorry that happened. Let's take it back. Get you a new one. Doesn't have to be anything yep. more than that. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Sorry. It was a whole thing. But. Drives me crazy. I had the two crab puffs and then I had a couple pieces of beef and I was full. Yeah. And so I was like, so that was all I ate. But can you imagine like eating that and have somebody across the table? Is that all you're going to eat? Is that it? That's it. Are, are, are you healthy doing that? I mean, I think it's funny when like the way the servers come around and, oh, and they're like, too. they're like, do you not like it? Is something wrong? Every time. Every time. Every single time. It actually happened. Uh, if, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but when we were in Dallas with Dr. Joe and Heather, the last day we went to breakfast. Yeah. And we actually took a photo of all the plates and what it looked like when a bariatric pa- when you take bariatric patients yeah. out. But I believe the waiter asked if we were okay. Yeah. Because was the like, food okay? Was the food okay? Because mm-hmm. it was a, a fucking bomb ass place. But oh, we yeah, can't it was really good. We can't eat that much. But we shared. Me and you shared. Yeah. yeah. But we still didn't eat a full. We still didn't even eat the full no. of what we got. No, so. not at all. So yeah, and she actually did comment on it. She was like, right? oh, was everything okay with yeah. the food? Like, w- was it still too spicy? And I looked at her and uh, I I knew Zach was getting irritated. I was like, we both had weight loss surgery. We can't eat a whole lot. Yeah. And she was like, oh, how much did you lose? And I was like, all of the weight. <laughs> well, he lost 220. I lost about 100. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's just like unnecessary comments. Yeah. I think that's like... I think there's like it's it's hard to figure it out because as a waiter, as a server, you want to make sure that the food was good. Correct. But then also don't comment on my fucking food. Yeah. So it's like. Well, because you can just come around like they normally do when you're when you know, like you have bites in your mouth and they like to ask you questions Mm -hmm. while your mouth is full. Yeah. And they always Always, just ask, hey, how is everything? If no one comments that it's bad, then leave it be. You know what? If Joelle is listening to this, Joelle, you're a server. Give us some tips. Give us some tips on how to respond to that. Or do you feel like it's not okay? Do you like how do you 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 feel? Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to know. So, Joelle, call me out. Let us know. She is virtuous mama on Instagram. Virtuous BSG mama. Yeah. She's amazing. We love her. She's so cute. We love her and her husband (laughs) and her kid. Oh, my God. They're They're so so, they're so great. Um, okay, so the next one is, and then we are all guilty of saying this. Okay. I was bad today. I have to compensate by not eating. Yep. Been there. I have actually not ate purposely all day because I knew I was going to the melting pot. Oh, yeah. We've, I know that we've done both. We're like, I, we don't eat all day so we can have that big meal with mm-hmm. our friends and family yep. and eat whatever we want. You know, yeah. like that's, it doesn't work. And then like every that. time I'm like, I'm already full. Yeah. Cause you didn't eat. That's fine. Or the opposite of where we mm-hmm. eat a shit ton in the morning and then we're like, nope, mm-hmm. skipping lunch and breakfast or lunch and dinner. So I think it's a pattern. Mm-hmm. So you don't eat all day so you can eat the meal at night. Then you're, quote unquote bad yeah. by eating that meal so then we don't eat it all the next day. Yeah. Or the week. Whatever. Whatever you do. Whatever you're, you're eating minimum. Yeah. Because of that is. food that you had from not eating all day. Yeah. 
It doesn't make sense. Yeah. But but we I do it. We're punishing ourselves. We are. And mm-hmm. we have to get ourselves out of saying that mm-hmm. because it is triggering for people with eating disorders. Yeah. Like we should not be rewarding ourselves with food. Correct. We should not be. And I'm guilty of it. I I still sometimes will say it like, what? oh, I deserve this. Oh, yes. Yeah. And it should be like it's there and I want it. So I'm going to have it, but I'm not going to let it affect my future meals. Yeah. You're like, I, I get to have this. Yes. It's not about deserving mm-hmm. or being deprived. It's about getting it. It's there. It's just there. And we should never compensate by punishing ourselves <laughs> for eating something that is n- not nutrient dense. Yeah. That is our new term. It's not bad. It's not good. It's nutrient dense, not mm-hmm. nutrient. Yeah, that's it. So a donut is not nutrient dense. Correct. But I like a donut and yeah. I'm going to have one. Right. Every once in a while, we're going to have a donut. Yeah. I so, mean, I mean, two weeks ago, we had a couple donuts. Was, Might have been last was, week. I don't know which a, week. A day. That was oh, a day. Oh, that was a day. Yeah, that was a day. Yeah. And we had, we got some donuts. We did. And we did some. And that's fine. It's but a, that, that was one day. It was one day. And we didn't punish ourselves for the rest of the day because we had a donut. No. That's the whole key. But we have to stop saying. Mm-hmm. I was bad. I was bad. Food or, is not bad or good. I ate something bad. Mm-hmm. Now I now I feel bad. No. Yep. Stop feeling bad. Yep. You're doing good. Mm-hmm. Let's get this whole sentence mm-hmm. out of our vocabulary. And remember, it's non-dense food versus, oh, non, what is it? Nutrient dense and nutrient. non-nutrient dense. There you go. Yeah. Nutrient dense, non-nutrient dense. Just yep. remember that. Not bad or good. Just nutrient. Mm-hmm. nutrient and I'm going to write something down. She is. Cause that way she doesn't forget because that's what we do. Okay. So the next, I was kind of acquie. The next <laughs> sentence, cause uh, the mic was not in front of my mouth, um, is this is something that happened last night also. Okay. How much do you weigh? Whoa. Someone asked you how much you weighed? The waitress. Asking how much I lost. Yeah. How much do you weigh now? Okay. I thought that was a golden rule to never ask someone how much they weigh. People do it, though. Like, it's it's ballsy. So here's the thing that I've come across a couple times is when you have weight loss surgery and you tell people about it, they think that that is free reign to ask all, all of the, the questions. questions. Yeah. How much did you lose? How did you do it? How do you feel now? How much do you weigh? Like, these are things that, uh, unless you're close to me, I'm not going to answer. Yeah. I'll give you the short answer, but I'm not, will you? like, unless, I will. Because, like, <laughs> last night, I was, like, not in the mood to do it. Yeah. And I was just like, nope. I've lost 100. He's lost 220. That's it. Peace. Have that's, a good day. That's all I'm going to answer. Yeah. Like, if you have questions about the actual surgery. Right. Sure. But I'm not going to sit there and tell you how much I weigh. Like, I, I, I will talk about it when I want to talk about it. Not when you ask the question. Yeah. I think that's fair. And I think we come across it with friends and family a lot. Oh yeah. Um, because of the fact that they are family and friends. And so they think that they get a special pass. Yes. They always think they get a special mm-hmm. pass. And it's still triggering. It's yeah, because it still happens in your brain, regardless mm-hmm. of who says it. It's the yeah. words. It's not the mm-hmm. person. 
Yeah. So like we have to remember like dissociate those two things. Yes. Like they are separate. They are separate. Yeah. And there are some people that I feel totally comfortable saying like how much I weigh. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I me mean, and you we're, can we're obviously on a share. Podcast. Like we're going to talk. I talk about what I weigh all the time. Yeah. But I think it's more of like. I want to change it to not how much do you weigh? What size do you wear? All of that. I want to change it to like, how do you feel? Yeah. Cause that's really what matters. Yeah. Because the whole point, a lot of us did this for is health reasons. So mm-hmm. how are you feeling mm-hmm. is such a better question. I, I like, completely how do you agree. feel now? Do you feel, cause I remember meeting, um, well, not meeting, but seeing finally my brother-in-law that had the surgery. Mm-hmm. And my instant question was like, oh, my God, how do you feel now? Like, are you good? Yeah. Are you having any problems? Like, yeah. any struggles? And it was never like, how much do you weigh? No. <laughs> like, because that's How not, much have you lost? That's not. Um, how big were you? A gauge for. Uh, do you remember those? How Sorry. big were you? How big were you? Yeah, that's I've gotten that a couple yeah. times. I mean, sometimes I'll I'll volunteer it and I'll be like, I was 265 and now I'm blah, 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 blah. I always say, believe it or not, I used to be 308. Yeah, pounds. you do say that all the time. Yeah. Believe it or not. Yeah. yeah. So I just think that we um, need to push off and and I battle this on a daily basis. Like my weight does not. How do I want to say this? Define me. It is not. Well, it doesn't define me, but it's not a gauge for how well I'm doing. Okay. So because I weigh more now than I did at my lowest. Yes. But I feel better now than I did at my lowest. Correct. So it is not always like I used to think that you just got down as low as you possibly could. And that was going to be your. And that means you're so happy. You're so happy. And that's your like happy place. It's not. It's not. And I think I hear it a lot with people that they're saying, like, I only lost 80 pounds and I really like to get down to this weight. And it's like, but do you? Are, do you how do you feel now? Because that's that's, that's the, the thing. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the gauge. Right. It's not the weight. So because you can get down to 160. So say you're 300 pounds, you got one down to 160, but you're not happy. Right. So then that needs to correlate something else. It really does. So that has to stop asking people how much they weigh. That's the end (laughs) of this. What's next? Because I think a lot of this, too, is like relating to mental health. So Mm -hmm. what I'd like to say, like Kel brings up the next one is to understand that when you're in this journey, you do need help and you do need a therapist. And, um, I can't, I need to go get mine. And I'm actually mm-hmm. at a point where I can actually like sign up for one. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Um, because I do miss having someone to just dump what's going on with me mm-hmm. with no judgments. Well, and you've been going through a lot. I mean, you, I feel like you need to download there's so much. There's so much. I actually am going to feel bad for my next therapist for that first no. couple weeks. Don't because say there's that. So That's what much. they're there for. There's so much to it say. It is. It is. There's a lot to say, but don't feel bad. Like, that's what they're there for. I know. I always feel guilty for my own problems. Well, I'm telling you, knock it the fuck off. Okay. Don't feel guilty. That's what they're there for. That is exactly what they're there for. Yeah. <laughs> so there's one le- one more sentence. Okay. I can't believe you ate that. I wish I'd let myself eat that. Have that. Oh, I have not had this happen. I haven't either. But I feel like I feel like I can see a snooty Karen say that. I feel like that's food, food critic or not food critics. What is the word? Food. 
I don't know what you're trying to judgy say. Judgy people that judge your food. What is it? Oh, judgy people that judge your food. Yeah. That, you know the term. And as soon as I think of it, you're going to be like, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. But Read it I again, though. Read it again. What does it say? I can't believe you ate that. I wish I'd let myself have that. So the underlying message to it is, is that uh, still we're saying that that there are certain foods that are good and there are certain foods that are bad. And we're those, those are not true. And we need to stop. Stop saying it altogether. We need to get it out. Well, and the fact that they're pointing out what they're doing is they're actually like down, almost like downgrading you or degrading you. Degrading you. Degrading yeah. you. Because it's like you let you yourself have that and I won't mm-hmm. let myself even have well, that. Well, and I'm thinking back to when we had Shelby's birthday and you had that cake and yep. I didn't have any. Right. I would have never looked at you and be like, oh my God, I I I can't believe you're eating that. I would never let myself I would, do that. I would never let that myself That is such a fucking rude thing to say. It is a really rude thing it to really say. It really is. I can just see like just... Prep. You can you can pinpoint somebody in your brain that would say it. I, I have exactly it. one that would say it. Yeah, and oh. you're just like, I can't let myself have that. I just would what? Not. I would just no. What I can hear right now is I would just never let myself do that. Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck your face. Yeah, we're all allowed to have the food that we want to have. It's okay, Karen or whoever your fucking name is. I'm sure you went home and fucking ate all the shit in your house too, just like all of us fucking do. Like. When, when, you know, when moms are like, oh, I mean, they just eat me out of house. No, it's house us. Home. It's ours. It's literally us. Like we are just, some of us are just bingers. Yeah. Yeah. And not that it's okay. We're not condoning it. You need help with that. Yeah. But I want to call it out. Yeah. I've done, I've done a binging like last week. It wasn't like a, it was insane. I felt like I was going a little funky because I like had, there was a donut that was out, ate it. Like um, Nini and them brought me a um, they they just had a Hershey bar with almonds in the fridge, ate it. Fucking, I had a built bar puff, ate it. Like any, I had crackers, I did. Like there was salting crackers, ate it. Like I was just like, but I think it was all over. I was like, I need all of the things. I've been through that though. So and I felt like I could not get full for the mm -hmm. life of me. I was like, I could shove more in here. I ended up having the last thing I ate was frosted mini wheats. We hear this a lot in the Benchies group. Yeah. And if you guys don't know what Benchies are, Benchies are our patrons. support group, our patrons. Um, they sign up for a certain tier on patreon.com forward slash OSLP. And then they are admitted into our uh, Facebook support group. And it's so nice because everybody's just there helping and so sweet. And like they're. It's just a good, solid group. It's not like those other Facebook groups that and most people in the group have said that they deleted all of them except for the Benchy group. So if you want to sign up, go over to Patreon and seven dollars or higher and you get admitted into the tier. Okay, so I've heard that a lot in our Benchy's group. Like, what's wrong with me? I feel like I'm a human dumpster. I can't get full. Like, can't get full. There are certain days where you're just and you got to think about what you're eating. Okay, because everything that you said, donut, mm-hmm. Hershey bar with almonds, yeah, shredded wheat, mini wheat, crackers, crackers, and other than the built bar, there was no protein in any of that. Nope. So, so nothing's getting like nothing's dense. It's just fucking it's, sliding yeah, in. Yeah, that's why they're called slider foods. They just <sighs> whoop, go right down. It's real. So if you had started it with a steak, 
I guarantee you, you would not have felt oh, like that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Or if you had had like your chicken salad mm-hmm. or something with a like Ooh, which jam we should make with, soon. We should make that for today. Yeah. Um, jam packed with protein. Yeah. Protein, dense protein keeps you full longer. It so if you does. feel like you are a human dumpster and you're just like, you cannot get full, write down what you ate. Yeah. And be like, oh, I had crackers and a donut and a, a Hershey bar with almonds. Well, of course, I'm not getting full. I'm not eating anything with protein. No, I'm eating all sliders. Have a protein shake or go to that nutrient dense food, yes. steak, chicken, any of that. And that's going to keep you more than likely. It will keep you full. It will. It is just like, you know, some of those at those moments. Oh, I know. They, I'm not judging those at all. Protein dense foods definitely aren't cutting the taste. You're just like, don't care. Don't want it. Yep. Mm-mm. I mean, there's been times before Manjaro that I ate three built bars in a day. Yeah. And then I was like, I can't, I, I just can't get full. I'm just snacking and eating all these things. And it's like, well, duh, Kelly. Yeah. Eat something you're snacking. Dense. Eat something dense. Yeah. Eat something dense. And then that will keep you full longer. So that is my tip for everybody that feels like Mel did on that day. Yeah. Because if you think back, like, realistically, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why I was able to yeah. eat so much. Pretty and, much. And not feel full. And not feel full. Yeah. And, and that's why they push protein right in the beginning, because they want you to stay full longer. Yeah. So you have to stay on that forever forever protein nutrient dense okay got it so these are some things that you find out about yourself going through eating disorder therapy or bariatrics Mm -hmm. you learn these things because you are not aware you're not self-aware before correct yeah most of the time you are not Mm self-aware i will say there are some people that are i want to preface that but the Me majority of us, we are, we, we were, were not. not, we were not self-aware. So no. something that I found and I was like, oh, that's a, that's a thing mm-hmm. is when I'm binging, when I was binging, it was because I was not feeling emotionally or physically supported or like, yeah, uh, what is it? Phys- my physical and emotional needs were not met. Oh yeah. That's guaranteed what happened last yeah. week. So If you think about it, you're probably going through a lot. Mm -hmm. There's some things happening. You're not feeling supported. Um, You're going to more than likely have a binge. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. Unfortunately. And the only way that I found to pull myself out of it is journaling. Yeah. Talk to a friend that understands. Over here. Um, Or like get yourself out of the zone, Mm -hmm. like go on a walk, go to the gym, like do something where you're not surrounded by food. Yeah. And that you can, I find like when you go on a walk or you go to the gym or you're journaling, you're taking yourself out of whatever you're feeling and you're kind of putting it into what you're doing. I agree. So it kind of like blocks that and you're more Mm self-aware of what you're doing when you take yourself out. It's like a, a mindset switch. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. Because what did that one say? Like, what's the whole thing? You so um, if, if I don't eat regularly, I physically, emotionally don't feel good. Skipping a meal intentionally or even unintentionally is a trigger for me because it puts me in a bad mood and I get too hungry. Being in a bad mood or being too hungry is an open invitation for binges. Um, so okay. you basically want to eat 
more regularly. Well, and it so not only opens up the potential for a binge, I think it also opens up a potential for like your whole day just being a problem, whether that's with mm-hmm. your friends or your family, your coworkers, mm-hmm. like what you're doing is actually affecting other people around you. Mm-hmm. So when you're in a bad mood, you might take that out on someone and you don't mean to like we've done it to each other. It sucks. Like yeah. when we feel bad afterwards. Yeah. You we don't want to do it. We don't want to do that. So like as if you can prevent it as much as possible, mm-hmm. we highly recommend. Yeah. Because, and I think yeah. really getting intentional movement in. Yeah. Uh, and then also seeing a therapist, because I think if you have had or have an eating disorder or have gone through bariatric surgery, you need to see a therapist. You do. You just do like, sorry, Charlie, but you got to go. Yeah. And I put it off for a long time. Mel's put it off for a long time, but I feel healthier when I am doing the things that I'm supposed to be doing. And that's not just eating. Correct. That is seeing a therapist, speaking with my dietitian, doing eating meals with regular protein in it. You know, all of those things, intentional movement, all of those things create a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. And that's why we always say never give up because as long as you're trying in all the facets, mm-hmm. you're going to do better than you would have if you didn't. Yeah. So don't, at least don't just try one. I think that it's hard because in my mind before it was like, if I could just eat healthy, right. Then I'll be fine. If I could if, just eat healthy. If I could just get my water in, if, if I, could I could just, just talk to in. a therapist. Yeah. If I could just. Yeah. Yeah. And so don't we pick all do one, it. like try hard in all aspects, mm-hmm. but make sure you're getting all four or five of them. Or I think there's actually 10 that pillars of bariatrics. Wasn't there 10? 10 pillars. Yeah. Seven pillars. I don't know. I will, I will I find that. Five. Isn't it five? Mm-hmm. Isn't it water, protein, movement, sleep, vitamins? The five pillars. Is that five? Yeah. I feel like there's more to that. I mean, Same are... again. Same again. Okay. So water, uh-huh. protein. Uh-huh. Oh my God. You just made me lose them. Sorry. Yeah. I water. Just... Okay. Hold on. It's all water. protein. <laughs> I know sleep and vitamins and intentional movement. Intentional right? movement. Yeah. It's five. But therapy's not in there. No, that's because they don't think. Remember, like for a long time. Yeah, but didn't time, we make our own pillars? I believe so. Maybe and I think there was like seven. Six, I think there's seven. Okay, we'll look it up. There's an episode on it. We'll link it below. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So I think that like as long as you're trying in all pillars. Yeah. Like you may not hit 100 percent on all of them, but you're touching on all of them, you're and eventually touching. it will build to 100 percent. Exactly. Okay. Or even if like. You get 80s on everything. Yeah, it's you're still so better much off. better than zero. Yeah, please, it, people. You can't put it all into food. No. Like, there is a lot that you have to do. Just like before surgery, when you had to do all the different steps, right? Same after. You still have to do all the steps. And I think that, like, hey, think about it this way, too. So after surgery, you have to do these things. Mm-hmm. These seven things that we we think it's we seven. We think it's seven. Yeah. And... You need to do them. You need to do them regularly. Yes. Now, you were we were technically supposed to be doing these things mm-hmm. prior to surgery. But the reason why we had to have surgery, one of the reasons, is because we weren't doing this. Because we mm-hmm. weren't aware. We weren't self-aware. Mm-hmm. We didn't give two shits because no one gave two shits. No yeah. one cared enough to tell us that we were doing shit wrong. 
<laughs> you know, we were just shoving food in our face and hoping it would work. Mm-hmm. And we knew we needed to work out. But we're like, but I walked today. That's enough. Right. Yeah. Like we didn't understand the whole concept. Yeah. But now that we're in the know. And we're self-aware. And we're self-aware. Now we can do those things. But understand, it's stuff that we were already supposed to do. I don't want you to think that this is new things. This is not new. This is not new information. This is, as a human being, when you get born, these are the things that need to be happening. Yeah. (laughs) Just FYI. So I do have a question for you. Yeah. Okay. So say you've had bariatric surgery, which we have. Yep. And you see a friend of yours going down the same path. Yes. I've had talks. How? It's awkward. Okay. So I think that we should do an episode on that. We should. On how you talk to your friends about it. Because I actually have a couple of them. And I think that that would be a good thing for us to talk about. Yeah, I think we need to help help others know that, it, it, one, the conversation is okay to have. Mm-hmm. Two, there is a way to do it where people don't feel uncomfortable. Yes. And three, that they need to know that you care. Yeah. So I think we can do it. I think we can definitely do an episode because I, about I, it because it is saying, very important. You were shoving food in your mouth and nobody was saying anything. Yeah. You were gaining and nobody was saying anything. Yeah. I, I think we should talk about it. We need to talk about it. Okay. So yeah, next I agree. episode, that's our topic. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's you heard go, it here, people. You heard it here first because I, I just, yeah. Did it just you write that down? Um, probably. Let's let's write that down because that's a good one because we do have we have answered other people's questions with that with family and friends like how to bring it up because some people have like really abrasive parents, uh, grandparents. Mm -hmm. We're noticing brothers and sisters are a lot nicer and easier. But what we have noticed is daughters and sons being upset. It was very interesting. Yeah, that's, that's odd. Yeah, that's odd. It was actually more daughters than, than sons. Sons are interesting. So um, the other one is, and this is something that I found in before I had surgery. I And I didn't quite understand it. Okay. Um, so diet or guilt-free food versions of food never satisfy me. Oh, okay. Yeah. When I am eating like diet food and I put quotation marks around that, if did you lose your pen? Yeah. She knew exactly what I was looking for. You keep talking. Oh, my God. I think I just need to stand up. I think that, like, I didn't quite understand that, like, buying the Halo Top ice cream didn't. She found it. It was on her desk. Um, when you, when I was eating those foods, I was never fully satisfied. Okay. Now, if I just had the ice cream, I would have been satisfied. All right. So, and I think that's something that like, there are hacks to different foods. So like, I enjoy eating built bars. Mm-hmm. I like them. I enjoy I, them. The puffs, the puffs, the puffs. They're so yeah. much easier to eat. They are. They don't get stuck in your teeth like crazy. Um, but I think that like, I enjoy eating built bar puffs. If I was saying, and the, and the berry life ones, I totally, those are my two go-to guys. Okay. But if I'm going to eat, say a quest bar, that I don't really like, and I'm just trying to, like, get around the craving of eating a a candy bar, I might as well fucking just eat the candy bar because I'm never going to feel satisfied. So I'm going to have, and I know we've talked about this on past episodes. We have. I, so you, you eat the Quest bar, you're not fully satisfied. So then you go to the crackers and then you go to uh, oh, we talked about this ice cream. Yeah. Like, there's all of a sudden you just added... Like, I think when she, like, calculated, it was almost, like, 600 extra calories. If you would have just had 
the, the one candy bar item for 200 for calories, yep. you would have been fine. Yep. So think about that because sometimes I, it's I, worth I've it. I've learned that about myself mm-hmm. after surgery that diet foods aren't going to satisfy me unless I'm putting it in in a certain way. So like. When I would do early on in my my uh, journey, I would do the taco salad. Yes. We would put cabbage on it. Yep. But I enjoyed that. It was so good. So I, I felt satisfied by having the cabbage cabbage instead of chips right. or doing Quest chips, adding them to your taco salad. You're getting that little extra protein. You're getting that crunch and everything. But if you don't enjoy having that, then it's, it's not going to do any good for you. Like no. you have to enjoy and you have to put the foods, the diet, more diet culture foods yeah. in an intentional way that you will actually feel satisfied. 1,000%. So that's something I've definitely learned on this journey. So um, let's see. Okay. So this is a good one. The eating disorders or the binge eating, however you want to view it, food addiction, um, will always be there, but you are strong enough to manage the, the symptoms. That's correct. Well, you can do it. We totally can. You're strong enough that you put yourself first. Yep. You're strong enough that you went through surgery. You're strong enough to get, you know, deal with all the things that you have to deal with after mm-hmm. surgery. You are strong enough to manage it. Some days you probably, you probably won't be. And that's okay. Yeah. Like understand with food. This is what I've learned about myself is that you're gonna like food addiction is different than the other addictions. I think the, I think the, here's the one big thing. Well, two big things is one that we have to eat. We have to eat to live. We have to eat to live. Yeah. But the thing is, is that we have to constantly know it's okay to relapse because you're going to relapse no matter what, because we have to eat to live. And it's, very unrealistic to think that we're never going to have the items that we enjoy again. Yes. And I think that that was something that I learned after mm-hmm. because in my mind, I was never eating sugar again. Nope. I was never eating carbs again. I was never doing these things. I know, she literally thought she was never going to eat ice cream. She didn't think yeah, that she was going to have I had just made it. Okay. All the things oh, that like you love was now not going to happen. Yes. But not true. Not so true. it is not true. Um, I definitely eat carbs now. I definitely eat sugar now. Mm-hmm. I just do it in an intentional way. It's just different. It's just different. Yeah, you can and still do okay. it. It's just different. Like when I, I hung out with a friend yesterday and he straight up told me like he does only eat one big dense meal a day. That's Margot. Yeah. Jack's mom. The same thing. Same thing. She eats one meal a day. Yeah. And it's fine for him. Yeah. Like he burns enough calories throughout the day with the exercise he does that it's just one meal a day. I mean, you find what works for you. There's no reason why any. And I think that's the whole kind of premise of this is don't judge anybody for the things that they're doing. No, we're all doing the best that we fucking can in this situation on your journey. You've never been you've never had weight loss surgery before. You don't know what you're getting into. (laughs) People can describe it to you, but you don't know until you're actually going through it because it is different for every single person. So. Be nice. Don't judge. And if you don't have anything nice to say, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Be kind to one another. Be kind. Do better, people. Okay. So the very last one, and then we will let you guys go, um, is having an eating disorder or binge disorder or 
food addiction, whatever you have, Mm -hmm. does not mean that there is something wrong with you. No. And I want to do this as the last one because I really feel like I felt when I had my eating disorder that there was something wrong with me. I'm say, say that one more time that there's nothing wrong with you. So just because you have an eating disorder, binge disorder, food addiction, whatever, whatever there is, or you have to have bariatric surgery, or you have to go on a GLP-1 medication, there is nothing wrong with you. No, there is nothing wrong with you. You are human. And with human beings, there are things that happen. Yeah, we're not perfect. We're not beings, perfect. So things fucking happen. Mm-hmm. And you can all you can do is address it and move on. And try to address it as you live your life. Yeah. Why are you here? There is nothing wrong with you. I think that is one of the biggest things I've learned since going through therapy. Mm-hmm. That if I stayed at that higher weight, yes, I was not happy at that weight, but there was nothing wrong with me at that higher weight. No. I was not bad. I was not evil. I was not, you you still cared about people. You're still lovable. You're still funny. You Mm -hmm. still want to do things for others. Like Mm -hmm. the weight didn't change that. That's your core. That's my core quality. That's your core being. Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with you. If you have a, I feel like a trash can day. Right. Or you had to have a trash panda day. Like there are, there are going to be days like that. And I like that you were Talking about how the fact that, like, we're going to relapse over and over again. Like, food is... Be prepared for it. Food is everywhere. Yeah, it's like, I know I... And this is just, like, a side note, squirrel moment, but it I feel like it works here. So, it's just, like, the conversation with you and Katie. How, like, I know people think it's sad the way that I kind of, like, set up my brain to work sometimes, but it's the same thing with the relapsing. Be knowing that you're going to relapse, mm-hmm. it's comforting to me. It's like, okay, uh, I, know. I know where you're going with this. Okay. So same difference when I feel like because life's hard. You're gonna get heartbroken. Mm-hmm. Things are gonna suck. Mm-hmm. And I like to enjoy the moment and the time that I have with with the person I'm hanging out with. Mm-hmm. That's why I value my time a lot. That's why one of my love languages is quality time. Mm-hmm. Because like we don't we don't get time back. Yeah. So I don't care. That I might get my heart broken in a year, two years, whatever it is, because I just want to appreciate the time that I have. And it's the same thing with food. Appreciate your time that you're mm-hmm. doing well on. Mm-hmm. Uh, like celebrate yourself. Mm-hmm. Understand you're doing something amazing. And then when you their relapse happens, just don't hurt yourself or dwell mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. Let it pass. Let it happen. Feel the feelings mm-hmm. and then get back on the train. And you are not there is nothing. Wrong and there's with nothing you. wrong with you for that. There's just nothing wrong with you. Yeah. You're just a person that's trying to live mm-hmm. in this crazy ass world. Yep. And, and you are enough. You are enough. And it doesn't fucking matter what mm-hmm. that scale says as long as you're trying. As long as you try to do hit all of those pillars yep. every single day. Just the the cool thing is, is we get a fresh start every single day. Every day. Every day we New get day. a fresh start. And you can always try or uh, you can always try to hit all of those things. Every single day. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, cool. And just wake up the next day and just try all over again. Because right. eventually you're going to hit all of them. Yeah. If you're intentionally trying to hit all of those goals, you will eventually hit all of and them. And when you do, you're going to feel amazing. Yes. Like amazing. it's been really hard for me to keep my protein up um, because half the time I'm, I'm not fucking hungry. Yeah. And nothing sounds good. And that's another topic that we are going to talk about that I had in my head was 
how to deal with the days that you do not feel hungry, do not want to eat. Mm. Nothing sounds good. So that's, oh, that's Kelly gonna, lives that on a daily daily. So um, <laughs> and we just had a question about it. Yeah. Um, in our messages. And so our DMs. So I uh, definitely want to talk about that in a later episode. Good. Because um, I feel like that's needed. Yeah, I yeah. definitely feel like it's needed. Um, but I think like starting this out, like I I have a hard time hitting my protein goal, but I know that I'm hitting my water every day. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm getting my vitamins every single day. I move around. I'm not just sitting in one spot. The yeah, whole you're day. not looking at walls. No. I'm not. So as long as I'm trying and I try to get sleep. Yeah. So you work on that all the time. We work on these things. It doesn't mean that we're hitting them all perfectly all the time because we are not perfect. Just like you're not perfect the way. But it doesn't make us less of a person yeah, because you're not hitting all those goals. Exactly. So I love it. All right. That was a good episode. That was a good episode. All right, everybody, you know the drill. Go to JBYAwards.com. Get your tickets to the freaking badass award show that you're ever going to go to. Hello. Um, And then go to RSLightPodcast.com. Sign up for that newsletter. You get a free ebook. And lastly, if you want a free way to support your girls, you go over to YouTube. It's already on your phone. Click the button. Type in Arsley with podcast. We are the only ones. Subscribe and hit the bell. And then you actually get to watch us do the podcast on YouTube every Tuesday. Yeah. So, that look was, at that. She said it in like one breath. I know. I can do this shit. Wow. Okay. So go do all <laughs> the things. And guess what? We love you guys. And we will see you next time. Bye. Hey, listeners. If you enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform you get your podcasts. And don't forget to go over to patreon.com forward slash OSLP for all your support needs. That's right. And we even have our own website. So go over to rslevipodcast.com, sign up for our newsletter, get that free ebook, and then don't forget to get your merch. And also, we're on YouTube, guys. So type in our name, hit that bell, and hit subscribe, and you're going to see our lovely faces every single Tuesday. So thank you for listening to Our Sleep Life Podcast, where we are breaking that stigma one episode at a time.